Hey everybody, it's Drew from Sleep With Me, and I'm believe it or not, I'm live here uh, from Golden Gate Park, recorded live, uh, and I've got a little announcement. We're teaming up with a podcast app called Spoke to give you two exclusive episodes. Spoke is a new audio platform made by SiriusXM that creates podcast playlists to help you find new shows to listen to. The Spoke team handpicks the best moments from tons of podcasts and creates playlists of clips so you can try a bunch of shows out and find something new to love. Each playlist has its own topic or theme. You could try out the Music Decoded playlist with clips all about unpacking and analyzing music, uh, or Slice of Life, which is all about the crazy or incredible things that happen to everyday people. Also, Spoke has fun, exclusive content from Farrell. And that's why I'm here live at Golden Gate Park. I just concluded uh, recording one of these episodes that's only going to be available exclusively on Spoke. I'm lying here in the grass. Uh, you definitely do not want to miss these special episodes. Download Spoke now. It's free in the App Store or on Google Play. And be sure to check out all of Sleep With Me's exclusive Spoke episodes. You can find them all at Spoke.com slash sleep with me that's spoke.com slash sleep with me check it out uh and i'll see you in golden gate park at stowe lake bye guys finding quality denim jeans is tough and to find a good pair without breaking the bank is just uh almost impossible but at distilled spelled d-s-t-l-d you get like brand top quality jeans at a price that won't break your bank. And I know I said break the bank, but I like saying break the bank. And I'll say it again. Break the bank. But just go to distilled.com, D-S-T-L-D.com right now and use the promo code Farrell and check out and get a 20% discount on your first pair. And these are great jeans. I love them. I wear them all the time. Heck, I sleep in them. Distilled jeans. They're the best jean you're ever going to wear. In fact, I shower in them. Distilled jeans. D-S-T-L-D. They're good quality, super duper denim. And, you know, it's not going to cost you like $200 or $100. Go to distilled.com. D-S-T-L-D.com. Do it. Get some jeans. Look cool. Welcome to Conversations with Matt Dwyer. I'm Matt Dwyer. Hey, imagine that. It's not called Conversations with Gary Flipskinskinskis, and then with uh, Matt Dwyer comes on. Uh, that music you hear right now is Les Blanks. Go to lesblanks.com, check them out. Uh, that's a good song. And if you like that song, maybe you should get some more Les Blanks in your life. Am I right, everybody? Les Blanks. Let's hear it for Les Blanks. Uh, today, uh, conversations with Matt Dwyers with an interesting subject. She is a stripper. She has sex with robotic dildos. And uh, that's that, really. I mean, uh, you just really got to talk to a person to figure out what that's about. And if you haven't listened to this before, uh, I have conversations with all kinds of people. I've done butchers. I've done uh, marijuana. Marijuana. I've done marijuana. That's why I can't say it. It's really affected me. Uh, marijuana defense lawyers, uh, all kinds of people. So here is uh, a conversation with a woman who has sex with robots or dildos or something. We're going to discover, and it's going to be awesome. Thank you. Enjoy.
Now, what is it exactly you do for a living? You dance at uh, a place. Uh, I grind on people's dicks at Sam's Soft Bra, and I... Is that what you put on your taxes? I, I, a I dick grinder? I didn't pay taxes in a long time. I probably should do that. No, fuck that. Fuck I our government. I don't make any money. Who are they going to take? And no, you're, you're not <laughs> using uh, your technical real name, so no one's, it's not like the IRS. I'm. By the way, huh. I have a lot of fans in the IRS, so it's a good thing you're using it. Come and get me, fuckers. <laughs> Try. I... I I don't pay a lot of taxes anyway. <laughs> anyway, but and then you do you you're a dick grinder, which means you you that's a topless joint, right? I don't like straight up. You don't pound on some dick. I could, but it'd be awkward and probably people leave with ice on their crotch would be I've never had a lap dance. I get really like I've been to Sam's Hofbrau and I uh, Sounds I sounds like a challenge. Uh, what, did you want to grind on my dick? Yeah, I'm going to like sneak attack you though. Like you're going to be working. Okay. Be like sneak attack, lap dance. Let me know when though, because I've, and I'm, this is 100% honest. I sweatpants? Have, no, I'd never wear sweatpants. <laughs> Not until I've like ma- been married and had a couple kids. It's a strip club thing. Men like to go on their like thinnest, nastiest oh, sweatpants. You can feel their cock and balls rubbing on you. It's y- gross. Has anyone ever like uh, full on ejaculated? Like, yeah. Like they've pre- yes. prematured yep. come? I premature ejaculate, <laughs> but band. it's just because I'm very busy. I've got a tight schedule, <laughs> and I got to get it over with and get on to the next thing. It's not that I'm bad in bed, ladies. It's just I gotta get to it. <laughs> Same reason I listen to like uh, nothing but Meishi and uh, Minor Threat. They're, all the songs are under two minutes, and I just fucking get out of there. And <laughs> just so, so you know, I just referenced the Meishi just so I could sound cool to certain hipster listeners. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> um, so. Uh, Dick grinding. Oh yeah, because like I go, I've gone to strip clubs. I'm not a big fan of it, but I do. Just personally, I just uh, maybe I'm awkward with sex because it's the Irish Catholic in me or something. But I do go when I do go. I like to watch the men, not because uh, I find them sexually attractive, but it's more interesting to me than looking at titties that I'm not going to get to touch or like. That's I like what- to picture that you were sitting directly in front of a lap dance booth. Like on your chair with your like chin on top of your hands. I do. Watching, giggling. Because men, I think men are sexually fucked up a little bit, don't you? You mean awesome? Yes. Okay, awesome. See, you're you're uh, optimist. That's why fuck girls are boring. Girls are boring? <laughs> yeah, guys are awesome and they're super easy most of the time. Like, how can you fight that? Easy like to fuck? Yeah, like you can just walk up to maybe, would you like to go bone? And usually they're surprised for like a second and then they go, Yes. Problem solved. Have you done that? Yes. How did the boning go? Because I would feel like then I would Which feel. Which time? I like my women to be really weak and. Uh, <laughs> well, no, because that's a very not, and I don't. I'm kidding about. I, I loose attend, grip. Do I strip? <laughs> I said loose grip. Loose grip. Weak. But I, can't I mean, squeeze it that hard. It's a very <laughs> men. I think aren't used to aggressive women. That's true. Well, you slap me around and shit in bed, but. Oh yeah, I slept. I just want to make sure get there. I've slapped women yeah. around so hard in bed that I once accidentally committed a felony. <laughs> I need a rim shot for this fucking show. <laughs> okay, now, uh, but uh, what is the other thing you do? Because I'm not exactly... I always think of it that you fuck robots. I do fuck robots. That's at least what I mastered. So, like, not R2... That's just what I say I do. You don't fuck, like, R2-D2, though. No, but that would be awesome. They should make, like, an R2-D2 Sibian. That would be rad. Oh, you fuck Sibians? I've seen those. Sibians and then, like, the tabletop fucking machines. But I do not like those solely because they move around too much. So, like, if you move even slightly, like, the fucking whole robot gets all crazy and starts, like, trying to stab you with a giant dildo, not that where seems, it belongs. So, I've seen the one, I've seen the Sibian thing, uh, and I, 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 now it sounds like, a, I'm not a big porn guy either. 
happens. I like to masturbate, and I do like naked bodies. Don't get me wrong. Only to the elderly. I understand. Well, I'm, you know, I'm in my... (laughs) I'm getting old, so elderly pussy is all I can get these days. (laughs) (laughs) Old Graybush Dwyer, they call me. Um... So, like, the Sibian thing is, like, what, you straddle that? So, basically, I work for a BDSM website, and I'm on their, like, live cam shit. So, I'm, like, one of their live models. So, it's, like, it's streaming, and it's, like, three-hour shifts. You go in, and basically, people take you private or tip you or whatever, and then you can basically do anything. But that's online, right? Yeah, it's online. And so, basically, the only rules... And they can tip you online? Yeah, they tip. I only get, like, a percentage, though. It's really fucked up, but... Because they were paying us, like, a base rate, which is really good. And so, like, I knew I'd make money every time I go. And now they've changed it to, like, you only get, like, 30 or 40% of your show, which could mean $40 or, like, $80. So it's kind of fucked. But basically, the only rules are no blood, defecation, or vomit. Those are I'm out. The only rules. <laughs> but I... But, but, oh, and bestiality. You can't do bestiality or talk about it. I can... I can shit my pants at home and no one's gonna know right no you can knock yourself out you can be vomiting bleeding and like shitting all over yourself that covers on every your face sexually well, fucking your dog not my problem i won't get in trouble for that <laughs> but i personally cannot do any of those things but so it's a lot of like beating myself hot wax i won't do electrocution although other girls do we have like zappers but they burn you and stuff and i'm terrified of it and i'm not putting that on my pussy so I can, you can't see the men no, thankfully, we don't have oh, yeah, to. That's good. That, that would be... <laughs> I have no poker face. I'll be all, oh, what are you doing with that? But don't you, when you <laughs> when you lap dance, haven't you ever had to straddle like a, you know, like a fucking fat, ugly dude? Or maybe you're into fat, ugly dudes, not to... Super. Um, the only problem with lap dance is if guys are being assholes and biting you or trying to finger you or being too rough, or if they smell homeless. Like, those are kind of the only negatives. And that could be... Any- or sweatpants. It's creepy. So then I end up, like, four feet above your dick because I don't want it to touch me versus regular pants, I will grind on you. But I'm slutty and dirty and I just like grinding on people. In life? Generally, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, you've met me. Uh, yes, yeah. I have. That's why you're here. But that's why I like that other job, the BDS I want, is because, like, you get to get off a lot. Like, you go to work, basically. And you do? You come a lot at... Uh- yeah. Fun. Or should I say, make it seem like a 70s show and be like, uh, so you reach climax a lot? <laughs> <laughs> I want. I should make it more days. clinical. <laughs> so yeah, because I because you have a steady boyfriend. You're engaged, right? Uh, hopefully soon to be. Oh, okay. Working on it. You're talking. Uh, no, are you trying to convince him that you want to be engaged? No. <laughs> I don't know. I've been. No, he's been like looking at rings and shit, and told me about it, and then took me to look at rings. I assume we're, and I can't fuck other people now. Maybe what if it wouldn't it be awesome if he was just <sighs> taking you ring shopping, and then he proposes to somebody else? Because <laughs> that's how my life tends to work out. <laughs> you know, that has been my life up until now, so I really wouldn't be fucking surprised. Uh, yeah, that's my life. I I once went flew to Texas for Thanksgiving with this dame. Uh, to me, I, what I assumed was meeting the family, and then we get there, and then she pretty much broke up with me and let me know I was uh, like she was in love with somebody else. And I'm like, I'm in the middle of fucking Texas, <laughs> and I could, I didn't have. The, Did she leave you at a bus stop at least? No, that would have been great. And then like a Harry Nilsson song plays. <laughs> <laughs> but like sad. Uh, yeah, and then it's like I was really broke at the time, which I which pretty much sums up most of my life, because um, I live in the now and spend a lot of money <laughs> on frivolous things. But she, so I was like stranded in Harlingen, Texas, for like four days or something, and just like emotionally crushed. <laughs> and uh, it does happen. 
I broke up with a boyfriend in Seattle while staying with my uncle, and I was like, well, we're in confined space for the next two weeks. This will be great. You couldn't, Glad this is happening. You couldn't fake it? Like, I wasn't trying to. He found my phone and saw that I was cheating oh. on him. Are you a big cheater? Um, not usually. We were together for like three years. We had a kid and stuff, and he was mean to me the whole time and decided he liked me for the last like three months while I was trying to break up with him. So you have a... So when I was dating a dog walker. Dog walker. Yeah, who broke up with me as soon as I broke up with it's my boyfriend. Really him. weird legal name, dog walker. Dog walker Jones, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> is, uh... <laughs> Gonzalez. You said you have a kid, right? Yes. How old is your ki- kid? She's kid? My kite is four. I'm dating a girl from Tennessee, so sometimes it slips out. <laughs> She's four, and now when when does, when you say mommy's gonna go to work, do you say mommy's off to fuck robot dicks? <laughs> I wish I could. No, actually, recently she's been asking me what I do and where I work because it has occurred to her she knows where her father works and she goes there and like you know my sister and my mom and stuff like what she's never been at my job. So she wants me to drive by my job and point at it because I told her she can't go in because it's only for grown-ups. <laughs> so I'm going to be driving my four-year-old like through the ghetto, past Sam's Hoff, probably like, we're not getting out. we like, oh, that's where mom works. <laughs> uh, do, what do I'm you... not ashamed of it. I just don't want her telling, she's, you know, kids talk. I don't want her telling my parents and shit. Right, right, right. No, yeah, you don't want to tell her that at four. And they four. yell so much. Wait till she's five. <laughs> And then you know, bring her. I just dance. Put I a, feed her. Who gives a fuck what right, I do? Right, no. That's in <laughs> she the, gets to eat. Yay. I have so a friend exciting. who sells underwear for a living, like on the internet. Hmm. She should tell me how that works. I got she, she has a website. <laughs> These people uh, pay her, like she wears them for a couple of days. And then. The same pair for a couple of days? She Kinda. wears the same pair for rancid. two days. <laughs> you know, we don't live far from Echo Park. Those fucking guys do it all the time. They, they barely ever bathe. <laughs> And they think it's trendy. Um, now I sound like I'm like some old Jewish you guy old in Miami. User. These fucking kids today with their dirty <laughs> underwears and the no deodorants. Well, if you flip them inside out, it's like a new pair of underwear. So I understand well, where they're coming from. She's like had that. like uh, somebody pay $200 for a pair of underwear. She doesn't she have likes. to do anything. She doesn't have to like, she, they don't really know what she looks like. and That's kind of weird. I was like, man, I wish some, if people were like, wear your underwear for two days, and sell them to us, I'd be like, first of all, I hope you like the smell of Gold Bond medicated powder. <laughs> hope that turns you on. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I'd be like, yeah, what do you sign up? Because it's like the world's filled with dummies. But, okay, so do you think someday you'll be like, you're, tell your daughter exactly what you do? Like, Probably. Probably? Yeah, I'm not real modest. and You're not real modest? No, surprisingly. And I don't really, really like Because mo- I know a lot of much, very so. shy chicks who fuck robot dildos. <laughs> Hey man, it happens. I'm yeah. shy. I'm just not modest. True. <laughs> I you really can talk be shy. to strangers, so that's why I get anxious. I hate stripping because I get so anxious, like showing up because I have to talk to people and it freaks me out. What happens if you're, um, like, say you're you're on your way to work and you ate a bad taco? How's that go down when you're up on the stage? Does that ever? I mean, I would imagine like I take mad dumps at work. I really don't go fuck. I'll take a shit and then go up and like show off my asshole, like fucking close up one finger in it online. I really don't care. If these guys out. only knew, <laughs> wow! I'm sure they do. Uh, no. <laughs> Girls are disgusting. We're horrible creatures. I pee on my own face. Like I do nasty shit. Where do you pee on your own face? At work. At the on the website. Yeah. I've peed on my, my own face, but it was talents? due to too many Jamesons and. Well, you have a dick too. I wish I had a dick. You'd be all. Psst. I you don't you know, like fancy. You've never seen my penis. I imagine it's like a sprinkler head. 
<laughs> to twirl. And yeah, it twirls. <laughs> kids jump through. Yeah, it's, it's like it's great a, in the summertime. Slip inside. Now, how did you? Like, how did you wind up? Uh, how long have you been doing this? Uh, the website. I've only been doing it like two and a half months. And then the dancing. Like ten years. Ten years. I'm not old, dude. <laughs> well, you look great, first of all. Thanks. And you're not as old it's as me. It's the alcohol. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> so many sense of drugs. It's because uh, I'm 43, which is me. I'm not supposed to say because I'm in showbiz. But I'm like, <laughs> so you're 22. I'm basically. 22. I don't look. But it's like in a weird way. I did a lot of. I got my heavy drug abuse out of the way when I was a kid. So I was like, you know, 10 and 12 is like the perfect time because then you have time to recover, become like a. I started adult. <laughs> doing coke in high school. Uh, first time I smoked pot was fifth grade. Started Damn. drinking real before that. Um, but like really started hardcore drinking in junior high. We used to have keg parties and shit. Are you serious? Yeah, my friend's mom, which makes no sense, but she would buy us kegs for the... We'd get our money together and she'd buy kegs and we'd have full-blown keg parties while she would like laid in her bed and read books, which That's is so a weird. terrible fucking mom. That is a terrible mom. Would you smoke weed with your kid, your daughter? No. I didn't even smoke weed till I was like 20, maybe, 21. And I didn't really drink until around then either. I know sex till I was like 17 or kiss anybody. I didn't so really? really good. Really and then, good. then the fucking. I had to catch up. You, yeah, I think <laughs> you were. Overachiever. You, yeah. You did. <laughs> when. You didn't have sex. See, I lost my virginity when I was 20. And if it wasn't for liquor, I'd probably still be a virgin. Laker and roofies. Agreed. Me too. I got roofied. Yeah. <laughs> I slept with a, a sweet Jewish girl who was older than me. One of the last, one of the few women I've slept with who's actually older than me. So your asshole still sore? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that bitch. All the girls I date want to do that strap on thing, but they want me to wear it. But um, boom, everybody. <laughs> um, so now there's a lot of preconceived notions about what you do, would you say? Of what, would you say that? That yeah, what I people guess. like think it's like the older you get though the less people really give a shit it's like when you're younger like when you're 18 19 20 and you're doing anything like sex work related you can't tell anyone because every single person around you turns into a giant asshole like really quick like judgy mean they talk shit guys like just kind of try to fuck you but in like mean ways you're like yeah see i'm gonna put out anyways you don't have to be an asshole about it like it's kind of a negative <laughs> But it's you, like the older you get, people are like, "No, that's nice." And would you say you just you do this just partly because you love sex? Like, what, do you love doing this? Um, do you love the dancing part? It sounds like you love the robotic dildo part. Um, I don't know. That's a weird question. Okay, so I guess I kind of like oversexed, anyways. Like, if I wasn't when I don't do this, I'm just like I can't think or do anything else without like. Staying home all day looking at porn and masturbating. So it's better to have a job where I leave my house or I'm not like going to bars. This is embarrassing and like trolling for old men because I'll fucking do it all the time. Old men, like, yes. give me an age range. <laughs> um, 40, I used to mostly do it when 40. I was younger, early 20s. I would do like 50s, 60s, 70s. Wait, you were 18 fucking 50 year olds? Yeah. You made them fucking do this life. For a long time. I have chilled out though. <laughs> what is the fascination with women or younger women, or let's call them girls because that's what I like? <laughs> that that have that. Is it? Do you think it's a daddy thing or is it like? Oh, gross! The girl dad. I'm seeing has kind of a, uh, a fascination with the book Lolita, and uh, I, it's like sort of jokingly. Is she like seventeen. <laughs> No, I mean eighteen I in quotation marks. In quoti- uh, no, she, but she is younger than me, huh. by a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I've read that book. 
Saw the movie. It looked boring, but the which version? The one with uh, Peter Sellers and James Mason? It's amazing. Yeah, but I mean, like the whole notion of eh, it's kind of. Oh, it's hard. a great. But Peter Sellers in that movie is phenomenal. <laughs> Do you know who Peter Sellers is? Let me condescend you. Because you're a stripper. Yeah. You don't read. I don't read or watch films. <laughs> you're actually very well read. Yeah, I've been in We've college t- for like 10 years, so. <laughs> so is most of America. Fuck. <laughs> 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 That's just to get a bachelor's, right? But you, yeah, because we've talked about books before. I think, yeah. you, did you, do you like, uh, what do you, who do you like author-wise? That is a tall order. Tall it kind of depends. Like, I don't know. I read anything if it's in. If it's Print. written, I'll read it. Like, but I like, can't uh, not read something, so I read everything. I love comic books mostly, but, like, nerd. if I do poetry, it's only Bukowski, but I don't like his novels. See, They're I very feel... redundant and tiring. Like, I get it. You fuck a bunch of bitches, and you drink, and then you write stuff. Right, you know... You I, don't need five novels about that. It doesn't change. I kind of agree, and it's like... It, Bukowski's, like, one of those things in, uh, like, if... Because uh, I fucking hate Led Zeppelin, and people are like, What? <laughs> And it's like, I can give you a detailed reason why I loathe Led Zeppelin. First of all, they stole... But at least you understand why, you know? Yeah. It's not just and, like all But principle. people, you say that to somebody, and they look at you like you said, hey, your uncle that you love molested me when I was five. That's how people... And it's like, <laughs> I have every right to fucking hate Led Zeppelin. They just stole old blues songs from fucking black dudes. Well, like, who else wrote old blues tunes? <laughs> but, like, and never paid them. And, like, Jimmy Page would even admit it. He's like, yeah, I'm going to steal that. He said that about Dazed and Confused. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck them. They yeah, didn't write those songs. Obnoxious. I mean, Jimmy Page is a great guitarist. John Bonham's a great drummer. Robert Plant's the worst <laughs> singer on fucking earth. <laughs> and he keeps his wallet in his front pocket, so fuck him. But that's besides the point. That goes back to Bukowski... Who it's like, who I, there are moments that I really appreciate, but it's like everybody in LA, like, fucking loves Bukowski. Oh, it's, they don't, I don't think they even read it. I think they just put it on their shelves to be a douchebag. I, to, not to sound pretentious, I call yeah. it literature for the illiterate. And, and it's like, cause it's like, they're like, oh, I love to read. I read Bukowski and the Beats. I'm like, there's <laughs> centuries of literature to be read, you dumb fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I got all angry. But, As you should. <laughs> yeah, but like Bukowski... Uh, I only like his poetry. There's a lot of dudes, too. Like, I had a neighbor for a while who was a writer, and I'd hear him at like two in the morning on a, a manual typewriter. Like a, on his underwood. Click, 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 yeah, click, and, click. And, it's like, <laughs> and then I'd see him outside, like, kind of dressed like Bukowski, like smoking and drinking a Pabst at like 11 in the morning. And I'm like... He's fucking tweakers. Just because you're li- <laughs> like emulating Bukowski's lifestyle doesn't mean you're going to be a good writer. And why don't you go have some other experiences besides drinking and fucking slags? Uh, <laughs> you know, Gore- Kerouac let Gore Vidal blow him. Go let go blow Gore Vidal. Go run with the bulls. Like go. You can't. That's have experiences. Yeah, that's not that. Just emulating uh, some drunk idiot. And I actually don't think Buk- I'm rambling. I'm jacked on coffee. Um, okay. There's so many. Hunter S. Thompson's living in my building right now. Like, there's so many guys that walk out with tight slacks and a Hawaiian shirt and a hat. The whole, there's like three guys that live in my building that wa- at least walk around with a suitcase every day. That's amazing. That's if I I introduce you at the top of the show. That's Dustin Marshall, Hi. my tech guy, my flavor flave of the show. Well, I think that is the charm of like Hollywood and Silver Lake is all the sad people from the Midwest who've come out to like emulate someone else and hope that it works for them. I'm a sad person from the Midwest. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. You are not sad and you're not emulating anyone. You're just being you. I am very much me, but it took a long time to get there. (laughs) Did you, did you ever have, uh, did you ever want to write or anything? Not really. I mean, like I do, I don't know. I've been a kid. So like kids write and paint and 
it's all kinds of stupid shit and like i silkscreen for fun because i'm gay but like i don't do anything with it it's just like that's what i do in my dining room i don't put right. these t-shirts in that drawer where they will live forever <laughs> but like when you were in high school where you're like i'm gonna you know when you're filling out your what you want to do i'm really fighting a belch right now <laughs> that's why that weird just let it out <laughs> just let it happen i, I eat apple <laughs> apple smoked bacon today and it keeps coming back and then i'm like oh it's, is it good each time though it's not bad or is it kind of like it oh god why did i eat that or from, is it like thank god i ate that all day long no it's from annie m's kitchen in uh, eagle rock it's not a plug but it's a great place <laughs> they have delicious cupcakes <laughs> i know I, I like their little mini uh carrot cake ones the ones that because i like to just throw the whole Popper fucking thing in my mouth and you get like it's a better way to get more more fat into your body. It's like your baby Jesus came in your mouth, those things. <laughs> Just lost my Christian listeners. <laughs> my mom is no longer listening. Um, I'm not a practicing Catholic at all, like I went to Catholic school and everything, but like I told you to cuss me the other day who just wanted me to say uh, religiously blasphemous things while like bouncing on a dick. Fucking <laughs> him or, him or dick rounding? Gra- we're dick no, rounding or like fucking? On, on cam. So. Oh, really? Oh, on yeah, your, the whole on time your... I was like, sorry, Jesus. <laughs> Did not mean that one. I apologize just in case. <laughs> in case. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior? <laughs> if you say it like that, um, not really. I don't know. I think I've taken too many like anthropology classes and sociology classes and like religious anthropology classes and stuff and like philosophy to really genuinely believe in anything. Like there's too many like parallels between so many different religions. It's like, it's basically just a way of thinking and a way to like govern people's behavior than it is like the one true Lord. It's like, oh, cool, you believe in that? You might not be such an asshole that you like torture and rape children. Yay! Yay. Hopefully, yeah. if you follow how you're supposed to, you know. I guess the only point of religion is to kind of like govern people's behavior. So, you, yeah, you bring up an interesting thing of like there is. If you look at all religions, there is there, there's so many common things, and it's weird that. Everybody ignores that there's all these themes that, you know, like, I mean, Jesus didn't say fucking anything Buddha didn't say. It's true. Plus, like, Zoroastrianism has existed far longer than Christianity. And, like, that's where, like, baptism comes from, which was brought into Christianity. They didn't fucking originate it. You know, like, the whole concept of a virgin birth with, like, a godlike father and, like, a human mother. Zoroastrianism, like, it was all borrowed ideas, and it all makes sense, though, because at the time we have all these different tribes and, like, ruling governments and stuff, and nothing's really that organized, so you needed, like, religion to kind of get people, kind of like a government, basically, you're kind of reining them in, this is how we behave. Shocking that... So now uh, that we have, like, more set governments, people still want to, like, embrace this shit, we don't really need to, like, for what purpose? I was thinking the other day how weird it is, is that, like, how Christians, especially the right-wing Christians, are so, like, um... Like, oh, fucking abortion this, and Jesus wouldn't want this. It's like, and Jesus also said, go feed the hunger, hung, hung, homeless and, and starving. <laughs> don't like, kick that. But you don't see them fucking doing much of that. And like, if they were that adamant about like, when, then they could probably solve the ho- homeless <laughs> hunger problem. But they're like, no, no, let's fix this abortion thing, which Jesus never even said anything about. Nope. <laughs> and he didn't, Jesus Christ, if you just read the red words, he never said anything about homosexuals. <laughs> that was later in the uh, book of Corinthians. Well, yeah, but that's also long by Paul. Like, <laughs> what? Can't wear polyblends or eat shellfish. People are still fucking doing it. Who I do. I don't, and I don't mean to sound antiquated and old-fashioned, but I do think women should leave the village when they menstruate. 
I agree. <laughs> can I go on vacation? Just so I could awesome. watch some sports. Am I right, bros? I to Vegas for my like yeah. monthly. Uh, if all menstruating chicks had to go to Vegas? Fuck yeah, it'd be great. No, fuck, I have to work on my goddamn period. It's horrible. I yeah, say, how do you do that? You have to shove these big makeup sponges. They're all squishy up in your pussy. <laughs> Because it absorbs blood and then fuck shit. But if you fuck things too hard, it gets like way the fuck up in there. It's really hard to get out. I didn't even know my pussy went up so high <laughs> until the first of, time I had to like try to dig it out. I need longer fingers. <laughs> how how many inches deep do you think your vagina is? I don't know. Because I'm thinking it's, about the average size of a man's penis and how many untapped inches of vagina there is out in the world. <laughs> That is the most. Rep- I don't unrep- think pussies are that deep because I feel like I've had my cervix pounded really hard a lot. Like it bleeds sometimes. It's like too much dick. I don't know. Jesus, that's a big dick. You're like a Henry Miller novel. <laughs> Have you read Miller? No. <laughs> oh, I think you would like Henry Miller. He says, "Lend me a book. I have no money." Okay. I basically read whatever people lend me. I'm reading a book that belongs to children right now. My like fifteen like, year old. You muscled it away from one. Sister was like, I was like, I need a book. She's like, read the Hunger Games. I was like, I'm officially a teenager because I'm reading this. I heard it's, it's not. R- I, uh, <laughs> my good comedy friend Matt Bronger says the Hunger Games is a uh, is great. Yeah, it's actually I'm probably pretty better. entertaining. I've, Without uh, being like really badly written, like some stuff is like it's entertaining, but then like just so poorly written, it's kind of like hard to get over. I just the grammar. I'm so. Are you are you a native of Los Angeles? Yep, born and raised. In what neck of the woods? Uh, East LA, El Sereno. What the fuck goes on in El See, I've lived here 10 years, but I still don't like El Sereno. I'm, I don't know what that means. It sounds like, to me, it's it's, a, it's, it's like, like a Glenn Campbell album. East LA, City Terrace, El Sereno are kind of like the same neighborhood. You just next to sc- Alhambra. It's near Oh, I know Alhambra. Alhambra. Oh, Pasadena. Next I like Pasadena. So if you're in Pasadena, you went to South Pass. You go straight down like Fremont into Alhambra if you like made a right at any point. Sure. Valley or something that would take you towards East LA. I like South Pasadena a lot. It's very, uh, it's very but- fancy. It is, but it reminds me that the little Mission Street area neighborhood reminds oh, yeah, me of Nicole's or Fiore. And there's a really Mike good. Mike is kind of blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I by it's Mission fancy. Street. Yeah, it's like on Mission. Oh, I go to the French. There's a the, some bistro, French bistro there that's really great. Nicole's is kind of like a deli-ish inside, whereas like the little right by the and tra- you, like order. Yeah, yeah. That's the. Oh yeah, that place is great too. The French joint is right now. The Firefly place. That guy's owned by a oh, real yeah. weirdo Never though. Never been there. The guy is like he like on their website. If you go to the Firefly, it actually everyone should go check it out because it's really. He's like, hi, my name's Mark Weintraub, and he's like this fifty-year-old seedy, gross guy in a Hawaiian shirt. And Does he's he like, have long hair and a ponytail? No, but he no, but he <laughs> that should. Makes me so happy. <laughs> and I was eating there with my friend, and she looks very like sixties and kind of like short haircut, and she's very cute. And he just walked up to us, and he was like, "You remind me of the sixties," and that's all. And I was like. Is there more to this? Like, you remind me of free love and syphilis. Like, that, that's what I heard. I came on so many bitches' faces that looked just like you in the 60s. It was great. All of them under age. Line them up. I was with Glenn <laughs> Fry doing an eight ball, and we got some high school pussy. <laughs> I had to drink some water there. How dare you? How dare me? <laughs> so, uh, do, you, uh, do you foresee... How long do you foresee yourself doing the these things and I have another question I can ask two questions at once I get excited I'm like an eight-year-old just don't come on my leg um I don't know until I can find other work because you're going what in like college what are you going I dropped out this semester because I can't afford to go to school and I can't afford dance like I do flamenco and stuff oh you do yeah but I can't now like I can't just I can't afford it like I can't afford that and afford to put my daughter through preschool and feed her and pay rent and 
Like right now we have cable and it's really exciting. It's like the most basic cable and all. Yay, cable. I have a rabbit and a dog. Like they like food. So it's like I can't afford just I can't afford anything. And then the job I have right now, they just cut us down to like a really low percentage instead of a like basic pay. And so like I can't even afford the BDSM job really because it costs so much to drive to Van Nuys. But <laughs> oh, I'm like, I don't know that it's even worth going, but I really like doing it. And if I could like get more regulars and shit, I'm kind of newer, like I would get a, you know, more money out of it. But yeah, I kind of know what I'm going to do. How does someone find, like, find, you, find you on there? Um, you- I'm on Kink Live and I go as Seraphine. Seraphine? The big titty bitch with random tattoos of Neil Patrick Harris and Batman fighting. You have Godzilla. a Neil Patrick Harris tattoo? Yes. <laughs> May I ask why? Um, I love Neil Patrick Harris. I've been on How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> Have you? I did, but I didn't work with him. I worked with, uh, I had one line, and I was a premonition or uh, like a ghost of a masturbator who masturbated in Jason what? Seagal's room before him. I want to see this now. I seriously watch that show all the time. Like, my I daughter has seen this show so many times that at one point she looked at my leg, she's like, hey, you have that guy in your leg. Like, we're watching TV as well. I do. But I have him as a magician from the 1800s. And it's really not the best portrait. Like, I the guy was learning to do it. So he has a mustache and, like, a funny suit. I don't know. Yeah, this is the amazing. But it, it, there's no... He didn't do anything like that. You just made him a magician? Yeah, no, I needed a magician, and I was going to do Thurston the Great, but then I thought... Why not Neil Patrick Harris and a magician at the same time? It's like two birds, one stone. He needs to know this. That's a, I don't think he does. It's not. No, he needs the to know. Best. Like it's, yeah, that's a, you don't. Uh, I don't have any tattoos, but if I was going to get one, I wasn't going. I wouldn't go to a guy who was kind of new at it. <laughs> well, it was my baby daddy. Like I have paid for maybe two tattoos ever. So it's like oh. my uncle and baby daddy tattooing me a lot. But my uncle's been doing it for like twenty years. Versus baby daddy was like just doing it. How many? When did you get your first tattoo? I was eighteen. It's really ugly. <laughs> See, that's why I'm But glad. don't worry, I turned around and fucked the guy, so I totally made up for how bad it was. Do you know the, roughly the number of people you've had sex with? No. I For a while, I lost count so bad that I started to only count between January 1st and the next year, January 1st, but then the numbers started to be so gross that I had to stop counting <laughs> because it made me feel horrible about myself. And then I thought, maybe I should go to meetings or something. Oh, like, like sex addict meetings? Yeah. I bet you would. See, I don't understand it, and I know this is probably a cliche observation, but it just seems like everybody would end up fucking in those things. They separate you. It's like only females or only males. Well, what if you like blowing dudes? Well, then huzzah, knock yourself Like it seems the fuck like, out. or if you're bisexual, Maybe they put you're you fucked. In cells. You should be in like glass cases. So you can't like touch each other. You have a microphone and just like talk, hit a little button to talk. Me, me, me. Get the phone out. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it got gross. It's funny that you. I guess seventeen isn't un, like extremely. When is what is the average age for a woman losing her virginity? I have no idea. I only was to hang out with dudes, and everyone else is like started fucking. They're like thirteen. So I, yeah, I was. I don't really know what girls. I do. had girls like want to have sex with me in high school and stuff, and I was just. I was really. <laughs> no, thank you, madam. Is that how that went? I took off my hat. <laughs> no, Losey. thank you. Everywhere. You're gonna get that thing they call the clap by doing that. <laughs> Did and, uh, yeah, I, I and, uh, so you yeah. <laughs> I, I had too many thoughts at once because I was thinking of like I've seen in pornographies where that you see guys um, really slapping women's vaginas really hard. Oh yeah, that doesn't I seem the shit out of my pussy sometimes. Oh, you slap your own vaginas? Um, I'll cane it. I'll flog it. Cane it. Cane? Would you write graffiti in Korea and you have to punish yourself? I do a lot of caning. I get welts like up and down my thighs like stripes. 
Oh, they're kind of cute, though. But yeah, I'll cane my pussy. I'll beat it with a riding crop, a paddle, which is really big. There's a lot of other words for the vagina besides pussy. Pussy's a beautiful word, dude. See, vagina I, sounds weird. It's like an old person. Again, you would like, uh, you would oh, like Henry Miller. And I pour like, wax and shit on it, too. Okay. That shit burns. All the red candles are like super. See, hot. like when I was a kid, when I'll I pour f- it in my pussy too, and then it like wax comes out all day. It's really funny. You know, but if you can hurts. make candles out of that, you could sell it on the website with your undies. <laughs> I'm. I should pussy be in my candles. I, I bet you somebody would fucking sell that. I'm dead serious. Or buy that. Yeah, guys are gross. They do all kinds of weird shit. See, I asked you that at the top, and you said something that they're beautiful. But yeah, no, guys, guys are, gross. are amazing because they're gross. God bless them. Oh. <laughs> Like some guys do shit where they like want you to like piss into a bucket with like clothespins on your tongue and your nipples and like it's hey whatever gets you off. I mean, I'm I just like knee high socks. Like I'm a fucking square. You are. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, only the missionary position because I date nothing but Mormons. That makes sense. Being a sheet in between. Yeah, being a Mormon would be great to have the multiple wives. Just what would suck about it is that you have to marry Mormons because they're all boring. I, my second wife don't get jealous everybody <laughs> I've had two wives uh, was uh, came from a Mormon family and they are batshit crazy and my friend really? Sari is a, a psychiatrist in um, Salt Lake City and she's like she's like I see more like weird sex, sexual repression and strangeness in this part of the country than I have anywhere else in my studies and work it's kind of weird <laughs> yeah, I, from what I understand the Bible Belt or I guess this is, I heard this back when kind of pre-interweb porn, but that was the largest distribution of triple X porn back in when you would find it in a magazine. Oh, I bet they're fucking online all the goddamn time, like jerking at the girls beating themselves or like pissing on their faces or whatever, you know. You're doing doing the Christians a good service then. I am a sexual social worker, sir. (laughs) You're doing- I am keeping men from actually abducting and like torturing girls. We can just pretend. Where's my ball gag? <laughs> Seriously. Some of the shit people want you to do, you're like, well, that's just really fucked up. Like, But what could you do? Like, you're going to pick a girl up at the bar and be like, okay, so put these nipple clamps on. You're going to rubber band your tits till they turn purple. <laughs> and I'm going to slap you a lot and I want you to cry. But it's fun. This is fun, right? You like this? Like, you can't really get away with that so well. No, I guess you can. Well, it's hard to be. I mean, maybe. I mean, you'd have to, like, go with them for a while before you start bringing this shit up before anyone would be like, yeah, let's try that. You know? And it still probably doesn't land so well. <laughs> <laughs> because there was, like, there was a, a, a couple in Canada a few years ago that, like, well, by, like, 15 years ago, and it was, they were killing and sleeping with these, the drugging and their babysitters and stuff. And I was like, it's impossible um, when you're dating someone to be like, hey, do you mind um, maybe just moving that thumb back and forth a little bit? Let alone being like, hey, do you want to, uh, I don't know, kill and fuck the babysitter? Like, yeah! How do you lead up to that? I don't know. I don't know. I guess does, it's a bit awkward. Does your mom know what you do? Fuck no. Because she's Catholic? evil. No. Dad, well, I mean, she goes yeah. to church only because there's kids. When there's no kids, oh, my mom does not fucking go to church. She didn't give a shit. But it's like kids also like, let's take them to church. Why? Oh, just up for, she's just keeping up appearances? I guess. I don't know. My mom's crazy. I love her, but she's insane. And she doesn't like me in general. So I don't tell her anything I do ever. Because no matter what comes out of my mouth, she bitches at me. Like, right. I got a puppy one year. He's like seven now. I've had him a long time. It wasn't like, I don't know, puppies. Like, I wanted a dog. I got a dog. She immediately was like, oh, just because no one loves you doesn't mean that you need to have a small animal. <laughs> like, I... she just like, <laughs> nasty shit comes out of her mouth for no reason. Like, good to see you too, mom. Like, get a haircut. It's like, oh, I don't know. You have to make yourself look so fucking ugly. Like, really? Oh. 
Just everything. So I don't tell her shit. Can you imagine? If I told you this shit, she'd fucking shit herself. <laughs> I'd probably fling it at me after. Like a monkey. <laughs> well, I like guess if you want your mom. Now you, yeah. I, yeah. My mom, she, uh, finally, it took her like 20 years of me doing this sort of thing to, for her to comprehend. Like, I had to like almost sit her down and be like, mom, I'm... <laughs> gonna be an actor and uh, this and that and it was like i, th- I think i would have fared better if i you know, like told her i was gonna be gay <laughs> like, <laughs> it was that because it was like you know we were this working class weird family it's like you don't do that you lay asphalt that's the mentality of of my family so what does your mom think you do um i pretend that i waitress I have waitressed. I worked in bars. And you, like, yeah, it's and not completely. I like that you say I uh, that you don't say that you lie. You say you pretend. <laughs> That's an interesting. I pretend. I I pretend to do a lot of stuff. I, yeah, I, I mean, mean, if I you're going to be like, pretending, like go I've for been astronaut. I've had fake jobs since I was like eighteen. <laughs> yeah. I would be way cooler than an astronaut. I don't even know what I'd be. Something rad. Oh, astronaut. I'd be like, I'm a space explorer. And I'd say it in that voice. Yeah, yeah. you have to say it in that voice. <laughs> I have a friend, actually. So my dog is named Voltron, like the cartoon. And uh, I have a friend who has a very Japanese name. And as a child, like, he got picked on a lot because he was, like, first generation. He had weird food and funny name. So when he went to junior high, he walked in and the teacher was like, oh, what's your name? I don't know why. Like, they should have a fucking roster. It doesn't make sense. And he went, hmm, Jeff. I was like, really? Like, at 12, you chose Jeff? Like, you could have been anything. He could have been fucking Voltron. Like, (laughs) Thor. Like, why would you pick Jeff? So if I had to pick, like, a really cool fake job, I would shoot higher. But it's like, realistically, I have waitress. I have worked retail. Worked in kennels. Like, I've done, like, everything. So waitress sounds safe. It still is dependent mostly on tips. And I can list a club or bar my mother will never go to. And problem solved. There you go. I don't think they trust that I really would do that. So... You think your mom suspects that you don't? So what do you do again? I'm all same shit for the last, like, four years. Oh, you think she suspects? Oh, yeah, she does. But she's always trying to trip me up. That's interesting. I'm her daughter, and we're both kind of clever and sneaky, so I don't see how, like, she's ever going to trip my ass up. Have you ever had somebody come into the club that you were like, that went, like, who was like, uh, hey, Um, we were in... Girls from high school, weirdly. Did you lap dance them? No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> One girl from elementary school and high school, and she acted like I didn't know she was, oh my god, da da da, it's me. I'm like, yeah, I know, now I'm embarrassed that you're here, because you're a gossipy bitch, so, yay. Yeah. Now, because I knew some, I've known some other girls who were stripped, I knew a girl did some stripping in San Francisco and stuff, and she was like a big fucking meth head. <laughs> she was like she was like a real mess, and I think she was. She sounds was like, like a lot of strippers. Yeah, is that like because there's a, like I was mentioning earlier. There's like preconceived notions, and like there's a lot of always jokes like you know because they were molested or whatever, and like yeah, people like that one. Um, they really. But do. like, how do you feel about that? Like that because that's like. Well, okay, for the, like, when guys have that mentality of, like, oh, you do porn, or you strip, or you escort, or you do whatever, because, oh, you must have been gangbanged, or, like, you must have been raped, or you must have been molested. I've had people tell me this, like, drunk at parties, and I'm all, good talk, buddy, you're a fucking asshole. Have a lovely day. That's a really awful thing to say to somebody, yeah. Comes right the fuck out, and people always try to apologize, they're like, oh, I was drinking. I'm like, yeah, but that thought must have been in your fucking head that it came out of your mouth while you were drinking. Like, yeah, you're drinking, you shouldn't have said it, but you did, so you thought it, like, you're a dick. Right. Understandable. But the thing with that is, like, if you took a poll of, like, nurses, teachers, women in fucking general, 
and you wanted to see how many of them have been like raped or molested, yeah, high percentage. It's not just strippers or like sex workers. Oh, it's it, just that's his thing. Like women are just like constantly being raped and molested. It's kind of normal. Statistically, you know? it's it's right. it's insane. It I, I've, it's a thing. So to like put that as like your reason for like oh, and that's why you're comfortable shaking your tits at people. Like no, not really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I that's agree. A, that's and that's an interest. Yeah, that's an interesting point because that's but and, I think it's silly. But the like girl strippers being like dumb or like drug addicts. Yeah, I'd say a good good chunk of them. Yeah, but people are always like all oh, fucking bitches. The Irish are alcoholics. It's like everyone I fucking know is a dr- <laughs> like it's like the Polish, the Russians drink vodka. You know, the Germans everyone drink drinks. beer. It's like a everyone's a fucking drunk. It has nothing. Just the Irish weren't yeah. so good at it. <laughs> the Germans a little better. They conquered Poland. The Irish just got the shit kicked out of them for centuries. And and when you know when you think when you have a Jameson for a couple nights in a row, you're like, yeah, of course the. Now I know why everybody <laughs> walked delicious. into Ireland and took over because they were just like, oh yeah, do what you want. Whatever, it's fine. Yeah, Jameson Starbucks. hangover. You're just like, yes, yeah, fucking let me watch TV. Go ahead, <laughs> rape my wife. <laughs> Um, yeah, because that was the, that was the main thing I really want to ask you is that there's those preconceived notions of like, Ugh. well, like they kind of make sense, or that but you're a lot of stupid, time it's just kind and... of annoying. No, there's that notion too, but it's kind of like when you work at a strip club or something, and men are there to hang out and get drunk and kind of be douchebags that they can't be other places. Mm-hmm. Like men are much ruder in a strip club than they are anywhere else. It's just they can be because you're there to try to talk to them and be nice to them. So it's their one time. To be such a jackass to you, because the rest of the time they're hitting on you in bars, and you're going, "Go away, shoo," right? <laughs> or won't make eye contact. You're like, I can't talk to you. Do you guys ever say, so, say they probably, get all douchey? Say, because my other person that I know who's a stripper, actually, I don't know her anymore. I met her a little bit, but she was like, you know, people would say, "Oh, your tits are too small." Like, like you don't, like you have no emotion or that you don't feel. Well, things. they don't give a fuck, so they're yeah. trying to make you feel bad. No, they talk shit about you all the time, and it's also this thing where, like, if you say anything that's even remotely intelligent, like you have to steer far away from any conversation that requires reading, uh, <laughs> thinking, reasoning, because the second you approach any subject, the men try to act like they know everything ever about it, and if you like fuck up and are like. Actually, <laughs> that's not cur- like I just wrote a paper on that. Like, not really. And you like try to like correct them even a little bit. It pisses them off right away. They will no matter what you're stupid and you're wrong. No matter how dumb the shit coming out of their mouth is. So it's better to just bite your tongue and go, oh, okay, and act really fucking stupid because it makes your life easier, more likely to get money out of them. And if they're really bothering you, you just be like, um, I'll be right back. And then you go talk to someone who's not quite as fucking retarded. Right, it's interesting. Men so, like, it's no, pro- it's no point in like working yourself up and trying to even like come across as smart because men get offended by it. So, like, they don't in the rest of life as much because then they're actually trying to engage you and talk to you. There, they just want you to be like stupid and like some dumb bitch that's not going to remind them of their mother or their sister <laughs> or their or, wife. Or you know? maybe they want you to remind them of their mother. <laughs> I hope I'm not that old. Fuck. I have maybe the, Jesus. But when they were when they were a boy. Uh-huh. And they were my saggy tits and suckling at the <laughs> breast. Limp. I think a lot of Gross, times guys dude. really That's like creepy. giganto boobs oh, because of breastfeeding. Probably. I've always been a small booby, big ass guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about my boobs and my ass. <laughs> not big what, booty not what I, It is weird that I look and talk to you for long periods of time about nothing. <laughs> about that you about just anything. that you just talk to me about? Yeah, I, mean, I think we talk all the time. I just like yeah. babble at you. <laughs> but we, we, I think we see because that's like a. I think the uh, I don't know I don't know if when I first met you you told me that you were you told me pretty quickly you were a stripper but I think we talked about a lot of other things 
Yeah, I think I'm talking like f- movies and shit. I feel like we talked about books, and then you were like, oh, and I dance at Sam's Huff Brown. I was like, okay. You're like, like I you mean, read? <laughs> yeah, everyone's fantasy. But I think that Ruining is, the you fantasy. know, there are those stereotypes that exist, and, and people who do, like, hardcore porn and stuff. Well, yeah. Uh, but then there's, like, some of this... girls are, like, way nicer than strippers are. They're so nice. I'm like, man, you get fisted in the ass, and you're like the most pleasant person I've met. <laughs> well, nothing is probably more, you know, humbling than a fist. <laughs> I know uh, anytime a doctor has touched my brown hole, I've I've felt amazingly humbled. You're very polite and kind <laughs> after. You have to be polite and kind if somebody's been inside your butthole. No, half these girls fist their own buttholes. I find it impressive. Like, I don't even... Fist. ...understand the maneuvering required. Plus, I can't get much in my butthole. It hurts. Well, ow. <laughs> All right. I tried to fist my pussy, and that was not happening. I share hurt for a week. I heard to say it. I couldn't. Do you talk. have these conversations with your boy, uh, boyfriend, husband, future husband? Yeah. Do you ever come home from work and he and he's like, "Honey, I'm in the mood." And you're like, "Man, that robot dick just did me a number today." Uh, can nope. We? Really? Now we have like ridiculous amounts of sex. That's probably why I love him. And he's filthy. <laughs> so <laughs> the sex is disgusting and great. And yeah, he's pretty cool about shit. Plus, like the first time I met him was at Sam's Hofra. It was like Thanksgiving, and he was. That's just how you met your drunk. future husband. Yeah, and he's like the first person I went up to talk to, and we started talking about rape dungeons. And then he invited me to a party <laughs> that was like in a warehouse, and I was like, "This could go horribly wrong." At a rape dungeon? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Definitely be a rape dungeon." Oh well, so was I he... went anyways, and it was fun. Apparently, I don't remember was though. Was he very was much? A, was he a gentleman? Um, well, I wasn't a lady because I went in i did like but that doesn't mean a you know line, like a shot and i went hey do you want to go bone and he said yes and then we went and we had sex in his friend's addict that's kind of how our first hanging out went was it your line or did he offer you as a line because i want to know what it takes to bone not that i'm not saying i'm just, <laughs> it just was for our listeners out there it was on a table <laughs> oh was just coke was just hanging out at the dungeon party yes it was great <laughs> but i was wasted so i didn't remember but apparently that is the line that i used on him was if he wanted to go bone Later, he asked me, like, what would, you, what would you have done if I said no? I would, like, turn around and ask somebody else, like, duh. Really? Yeah, I'm like, oh, not you, huh? Anyways, what's up, buddy? <laughs> God bless you. How do you get laid somehow? I didn't go home, like, bored. I don't think so. So... Like, even if you get coke dick halfway through and you can't finish, I accomplished something. I tried. I'm, I'm trying to think if I've ever... Valiant effort. ...had sex... Because most of my coking days was... I was a virgin. That's weird. Well, my brother's... I just feel like drugs and shit come, like, after, like, you know. Sex was more of a taboo thing in my weird... Because my... Nobody ever... Like, the first time I saw a naked chick was uh, fucking playing cards. And, you know, back in... When I was a kid, like, there was no sticky, internet sticky porn. playing cards. If you found, like, a, <laughs> a porn magazine in, like, a field or something, that was, like... It was, like, fucking, you know, pirate's treasure. Like, fucking tits and... Does that happen? Or are they just, like, porn magazines, like, sitting around in fields? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, we or in, like, you'd see them in... Some, maybe sometimes we looked in people's garbage for porn magazines. <laughs> I used to search my parents' room for... It's, I searched my parents' room for porn. I searched everybody's room when I was a kid. That's how I found out my brother was dealing coke because I found a bunch of uh, scales. <laughs> and what if was you, this for? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I knew what it was for because I was doing the drugs. But uh, and when my father died, my dad had... We had a camper that we'd go camping with, obviously, and my dad had a bunch of porn stash in there. And when my dad died... We were cleaning it out, the camper, and my mom had no idea. And it was like filthy fucking... Oh, no. And I was like, how about these, mom? <laughs> I don't know why I thought it would be a good idea to be... But I, he had them under, like, in a closet. He had a piece of carpeting. <laughs> he had a piece of carpeting cut out over the porn magazines. 
And it was, you know, it's I should like, tell my dad that one. My mom won't let him have porn anymore. I only know because I went to look for it because my whole life I've known where my dad keeps his porn, like since I was like eight. So I'd always like, I'm going to take a dump and look at some Playboy. <laughs> like, See, you can't do that as a guy because you can't sit on the toilet and get a bone. I bet you could. Well, I mean, you it could. really hard, couldn't you, Shay? I mean, I know it's harder Is to pee a with challenge? the hard. Yeah, kind of. I'm kind of curious now. Um, <laughs> so to recap, Bukowski shit. Only his Actually, novels. Ham and Rye is pretty good. I don't know if I've read it. Ham and Rye is... I got uh, bored after reading a couple and I was like, no, cool. Ham and Rye is about his childhood, so it's not... And how his father... So it's not just the same old shit over and yeah, over. Yeah, it, there's very little drinking in it. And he does describe the first time he has a drink in it. And it's like, and suddenly the trees seem to grow taller and the sky seem bluer. <laughs> like, it's a really... And I do... He has great moments and lines and stuff. And I, there are... But, yeah. And it, but it's so different hmm. than his other... And, and that is the one thing, like, I, did you see the documentary about him? No. But there is this one... and. And I did. I got tired of Bukowski, too, because, like, Bono started... Like, er everyone was, like... Suddenly, it was, like, cool to like Bukowski. Bono? Is he still alive? Yeah, like... (laughs) I think that's (laughs) just wishful thinking on your part. (laughs) But, uh... Uh, but he, they're asked, they ask him about the beating because his father beat the shit out of him, like really beat the shit out of him. Hmm. And his response about it was, "That taught me literature," and I thought that was like a very beautiful thing because he, he wasn't like, oh, like bitter about it. He's like, no, that's the reason I write is because I, you know, dad was an asshole. Yeah, and I, th- I thought I was like, that's really powerful way of viewing life. You know, not like, oh, I'm fucking beat up, poor fucking sad me with the boils on my face. <laughs> he turned it into something poetic, and that's that, that to me was kind of genius. And if he was abroad, I would have tried to fuck him after that. You could have tried Broad, anyway. who am I? <laughs> after you say pussy 5,000 times, I'm touchy <laughs> about the word broad. Um, well, I would like to thank you very much for uh, doing my podcast. <laughs> well, you thought I was going somewhere else with that? <laughs> I was, uh, and you, you know, uh, I'm. You, you were a very good uh, guest. You were very, for a stripper, you're pretty smart. <laughs> Not really. I'm slightly stoned, and I already had a beer today. So you had a beer today? Yeah. So my brain and working. Uh, I thought you were uh, great. And uh, what people don't know is, at home, is uh, you've been lap dancing me the whole time. <laughs> It was just weird because I'm not out of breath at all. I know. It's amazing. You, well, you're a professional. Hands and shit. Yeah. Slapping the face of my tits. I've never had a lap dance, as I said earlier. I didn't, but it made. That's weird. I don't. It's not. I've had lap dances. I then it's like I. I know a lot of girls do, and I didn't care for it, but it happened. I just, you know, I first of all, I have like I took weird. It, I sat still. <laughs> I took it like a good girl. Like a lot of things. But um, anyway. Really still. We'll talk about me not having lap dances some other time. I want to thank you very much for doing this. Oh, how would Thanks people find you? Do you want people to come see you at Sam's Hofbrau and tip you extra? No, I fucking hate that place. Okay, go but, fuck uh... yourself. What about the internet <laughs> The internet thing? Yeah, you should totally go on Kink Live. I'm under Seraphine. You can make me like beat myself or piss on my like, face. How do you spell that? Not fiend. Seraphine, like uh, S-E-R-A-P-H-I-N-E. Yeah. Like the French painter that went crazy. A fucking highbrow fucking I robot fucker. I watched a movie, all right? <laughs> no, I, I don't. I'm, I know a decent amount about art and whatnot, and I'm not sure who that is. There's a lovely film on it. It's kind of depressing as fuck, but it's pretty good. It oh. looked gay, and I don't want to watch it, but then, of course, they did, and it was really good. I think everything looks gay. And not in the fun homosexual way, like boring. Yeah. <laughs> like bros are gay, like that kind of gay. I'm with you. Gay. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I love you. Mwah, I love you Mwah. too, Matt. Um, 
Um, I just want to thank you for listening. Again, subscribe to us on iTunes. You can email me at conversationswithdewire at gmail.com. You can tell me what you thought of the show and uh, or, you know, whatever. I'll probably read some of these and respond on air. Uh, and uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Go to feralaudio.com as much as you can. Check out the other shows. They're really great. And uh, we've got a lot of great guests coming up. So follow me on Twitter, Matt underscore Dwyer and uh, at twitter.com there and you'll hear about all the upcoming shows um, I thank you very much for listening I love you Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.